Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Urge Jake use the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star. Urge Jake use the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about bullshit pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. <laughs> <laughs> that was fire my favorite actor our favorite, our favorite actor if only y'all heard the bar i just said i can't even come in on the right moment because this guy's saying just, just the most that was fire atrocious lines ever huh i'm yeah. out the gate i'll just talk loose that dog tr- I'm just talking over all this trash because this it's not worth anybody's garbage man anybody's ears to hear this 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 pish posh, uh, but anyways, Victoria Beckham. I knew it was coming, and I was like, I know he's gonna somehow say it, even though it makes no sense. You said posh, only got dollars. All right, oh, so goodness, see, we already know that's the wackiest bar. <laughs> don't say it. Hey, don't say mound. It. What mound is a bad candy bar? All right, oh, already, what you call it? You already know what this all means. This is another three musketeer. Episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you call it, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, no. uh, it is I, Leo Archibald, also known as Leo the Average. Uh, you can call me Slim Nady, aka Slim Pickens, Robert Balmain, R.I.P. Junior, uh, Silk Pajamas, Belly Rowland. Uh, you can probably start calling me Nate and Black International, uh, or um, Men in Black Nader National, or uh, the Secret Life of Nates Two, or the Nacred Life of Pets Two, or Naladin, or Nate Phoenix, or Dark Natoix, <laughs> or yeah. or Naft. Or Rocket Nate. More naft than you can handle. Okay, or <laughs> Rocket Nate. Or Naked Man. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's just something you've been calling yourself in your free time. Nah. Uh, you walk down the street, drop your robe, and scream, Naked Man. Nah, this ain't an uh, observing report. Um, call me Nazilla, King of the Naysters. <laughs> uh John Nate, Chapter Nate, Paranalum, uh, Nate Knight, or Late Nate. Uh, that's what I'm going to call my pizza place. Late Nate. <laughs> uh, or. Nah, then you're going to have the wrong crowd coming in to get a slice <laughs> of Nate. Excuse me? <laughs> anyway, we're also going to sell, uh, what's that called? What other food is named after me? I probably got like Nathan's ice cream. Uh, maybe, yeah, uh, y'all just going to have Nathan's hot dogs and then have, uh, what's his name? Kobayashi and Joey Chestnut had the hot dog. I don't like how you there. just wrote their names off your tongue with the easy. I know about I know about sports as if you just you be watching the hot dog eating contest every year religiously. Oh, I know Kobayashi because he was the Chinese dude and he had Kobe in his name. I know Joey Chestnut still because he was on Amazing Grace running as slow as humanly possible. Yeah, all those hot dogs was yeah. holding him down. You don't even look that fat, but I know his insides are wrecked. 
I was watching uh, my 300 pound life yesterday, and that, uh, <laughs> her name was Tammy Lynn. She was she the one. Sound heavy. She was the one with the hanging stomach. That thing was dangling. Her stomach was down past her knees. Yikes. And it looked like a big old balled up tumor. <laughs> I'm like, that's just not something you can work off. You literally got to get surgery. Get that to- sliced <laughs> up, lasered <laughs> up. You can't do sit-ups to get rid of that. <laughs> Eating better ain't really going to do no. nothing. <laughs> that show be having some people on there. Some big girls and some big boys. Yeah, they be looking crazy. Can't. I need When a new season? I need a new season. Yeah, I feel like it's been forever. Is that show not on no more or something? I, I feel know. like it may be over. Maybe Hulu just ain't updating it like yeah, it should. Hulu needs to. But uh, also, yeah, you can also call me Nay. Or Nah. Nah. And uh, also, uh, yeah, just the one and only Fitbit Messiah himself. No, we Roll know who, we know Lee who that first. Man. And no, I'm not in a wheelchair. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Mystique's dead. It's your boy, Joaquin Penny's hey. worth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya Taylor Joy Van Zant, a.k.a. Kai Dollar Sign, a.k.a. Kai Glizzy, a.k.a. Gat Boy, uh, Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah. Y'all already know where that started. Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, oh my good, Cool Breeze, who else, Uh, Neon Ember, uh, the bar technician, FPG, Raymond Kane, Uncle Hami, the big man, Big Knight, Hoodie K, King Sleep, and uh, we all know what everybody's been waiting for, me, 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 sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. You get my text? Settle back to my seat. Oh my god, let's just move on. Alright, uh, have you seen any movies since the last episode? Don't remember what we talked about on the last episode. Did we talk about Dark Phoenix? Nope. We, I think that's thing, the last movie I saw. Last thing we talked about was like Mom Booksmart, I believe. Was what okay. So, all you saw was Dark Phoenix? Yeah. Alright, let's get to that, because I saw that as well. Dark Phoenix. I ain't got like, much to say about it. <laughs> it came and went. Got his little 30 million or whatever it made. Oh! Uh, uh, that's a whack movie for the most part. It wasn't as bad as I thought, but it wasn't that good. Um, they basically like gave up on the make doing Mystique's makeup because obviously she wasn't going to be in the movie that long. Cause I knew something looked a little funky yeah, about she her. She looked much did the, the transformation from when she first was in the movie to uh, that movie was just crazy. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can tell from the trailer, so this ain't a spoiler alert, but she dies immediately. Uh, Quicksilver only gets wounded, but he doesn't appear throughout the rest of the movie. Like I thought from the trailer, I thought he was going to die, but he stayed alive. He just wasn't in the movie for some reason. Um, just pathetic. Like, not the greatest story. Pathetic. Bad villain. Pathetic. Um, I don't like that necessarily that group of X-Men. Pathetic for some reason. Uh, too many blue people. Um, I feel like James McAvoy's acting was good. Everybody, I don't think Michael Fassbender really wanted to be there. That's probably why he was. He was probably the one spazzing out on uh, that, Sophie Turner. That's who I predicted. But then when I saw Evan Peters wasn't in the movie, I'm like, he yelled at Sophie Turner. 
<laughs> it was him. And stormed off the set and yeah. never returned. <laughs> so, okay, I guess we got to write him off the movie. They was writing the movie on the set, which has been told. Um, what else? I don't know. I feel like I seen this weeks ago. Yeah, and it's just it's one of those movies you try to get out of your get out of your brain. Like I didn't expect this movie to be uh, amazing. I expected it to be decent. You got a great actress like Jessica Chastain coming in. I'm like, all right, y'all must have whipped together a good story. And I was like, there's no way y'all can ruin the Dark Phoenix story twice after y'all saw what happened the first time. Yeah, they did it. Yeah, they, they they proved me wrong, and um. I just thought that was like, all right, we're going to go out with some sort of attempt at a bang since we know this is going to be our last X-Men movie. Well, I'm pretty sure they had a, a good feeling about it when they were making it, especially when they did the reshoot. So I expected a little more. And what I got was a complete tragedy. It was just it was just a lazy attempt at a movie all around. Like you said, the story was whack. It was lazy. The villain was lazy. Like, you got to give us a big villain if y'all going to go out like this. Not no villain who I don't even know what to even look up. I don't even know if the comic book nerds know if she's even a a villain from the comic books. Like, like, what what, what, what were y'all doing? And especially this would be without uh, the first one or the first, yeah, first of those X-Men movies without Wolverine. Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) Like, and then y'all kill one of the – the most popular actors in the movie in Jennifer Lawrence. Now, I understand that she really wasn't going to come back and do the movie. She only did it because her buddy Simon Kinsberg, this was his directorial debut. Yeah. But uh, at least don't don't tease that. Don't, or don't tell us that in the trailer. And then director man, don't come out and confirm yeah, what was said in the trailer. And then they're going on press runs talking about how, yeah, I died and all this other stuff. Like, that's that's just utterly unnecessary. That's, that's really bizarre. Even if the movie was whack, that little shock <laughs> would have made me appreciate the movie a tad bit more. Yeah. I might have been even more mad, but at least I would have appreciated the way they, you know, Tried to go for the awe, the shock factor of the whole thing, yeah, but so whack. But her death was terrible. It yeah, didn't. Even, it wasn't dramatic. It didn't affect nothing. Yeah, it, like it didn't even show uh, Jean's superpowers or her super whatever you want to call it. It just she just used her little uh, non physical push and just pushed her into some debris, and then none of the X Men around her showed any emotion except for Beast. So that was disgusting to me, but. <laughs> Whatever, now let me breeze through my notes like this True. movie must have breezed through the script when it was being written. <laughs> um, so they just breezed through telling us the whole issue with the space shuttle situation at the beginning <laughs> just so there could be a reason for the team that, to be in yeah, space. Yeah, that was whack. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, what's the problem? I couldn't tell. By the time I was uh, really trying to, trying to figure it out, Gene uh, uh, was already going through some sort of uh, absorption of the Phoenix powers yeah. or whatever. Which is also different than in X-Men Apocalypse. She already had the Phoenix powers inside of her. Yeah. And she released it when she was going against Apocalypse. And here, she gained it from being in space. <laughs> so that's just, once again, this X-Men timeline is all just jacked up. Yeah, they go secret feeling for them. They go movie to movie and make their minds up as they go that way. <laughs> um, like I said, Mystique's death was just disrespectful to the character, to the actress, just to everything. Um, it was a freak accident. It was nothing that Jean really like tried to do. I don't think. I don't think she forced her body into those little sprouting out debris. Um, Eric, aka Magneto, crumbling the train at the end of the movie. 
in the train fight. That looked oh, yeah. cool. Like that whole train fight sequence was easily the best part of the movie, in Definitely. my opinion. And you, then you can tell that was a reshoot because they knew they had a boring movie on their hands. <laughs> so they you know, was like, I really hated a Nightcrawler's reason for fighting and getting aggressive. Yeah, Nightcrawler trash. That was weird. All because that was that his boyfriend. Why is that security guard so important to him? Like, oh, the innocent man, innocent man died, or whatever his <laughs> accent in the movie is. Um, but when I was watching that scene, I just really couldn't get into it because I was so mad at the fact that Jessica Jastain's villain just became the full, like, complete villain before that moment, and um, Jean Grey just kind of went back to being a good guy. I was like, that transition was very trash. Yeah. <laughs> she, we didn't even get to see Jean unleash on the world as like the the news was talking about they was already turning their back on the x-men just because she crashed like a little uh plane or a little helicopter here she <laughs> uh flipped some police cars up in the air they was already wilding on, out on them the uh, white house phone got disconnected for charles xavier <laughs> over this little stuff after they literally just saved a team in space yeah. and y'all gonna lose it over these over these little actions so she really barely did anything so she didn't get to show her extreme powers just for it to end where it ended. It was stupid. Um, like you said, Quicksilver disappeared. No mention of it. We just see him being carried off, and then he doesn't come back to the end of the movie. It, that makes no sense. That's that's poor writing. Poor <laughs> writing. That makes no sense. Um, when Jean um, did whatever she did at the end, the team barely reacted. Not even Scott. He just gave that look like, Oh, man, that's crazy. And I, spoiler alert, I mean, I shouldn't even have to say that because the movie promoted itself off of spoilers, but I thought Jean died at the end. Apparently she didn't. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> uh, floating in the sky. It's dumb. Um, oh, yeah, I was reading that um, they changed the ending of the movie because it was too similar to a comic book movie that came out recently. And the ending took place with them in space, so you can guess that it was Captain Marvel that they it was it was too close to that. It would, then how was that movie ending then? If it was like that, I guess there was some big battle in space that probably saw Jean flying around using her powers, just like in Captain Marvel. So, <laughs> um, the Marvel must have been like, we're gonna just cut y'all, we're gonna do y'all favors since we're taking y'all everything of y'all. Yeah. Change your ending because <laughs> y'all look like y'all, it's gonna look like y'all copying us. Um, Storm, who was played by Alexander Ship, barely spoke, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's because they wasn't confident in her uh, voice. Yeah, it was her the, accent. Was her accent trash? Her execution of it, or was it just for the simple fact that her character is just no fun? Yeah, it could be that too. Um, well, like I asked earlier, who is Jessica Chastain's villain? Uh, I'm about to look it up. Why was her um her eyebrows blonde? Yeah. Did they not want two redheads on the screen at the same time? Because <laughs> her hair was also blonde, and I thought it would be a character a character reasoning because she's a redhead in real life. But nope, she just went full blonde. Um, Eric and Charles barely spoke to each other into the in the movie until the very end, <laughs> and you would think this movie started out as the fracturing of their relationship. So you thought with this being the last one that they would have a little more interaction, but they didn't. And like I said, the movie just felt completely rushed. It was under two hours. And I say any comic book movie that's under two hours better be really good. But it wasn't. And it surely uh, felt like it was under two hours. But boy, did it also feel very long. 
only because it was exhaustingly overwhelming. And that exhausting measure took a toll. And if I was to look at my phone and see that I sat there for four hours, I wouldn't have been shocked. But I wasn't. So Dark Phoenix... What a poor way to end off Fox's time with the X-Men. And that's disrespectful to uh, Stan Lee because he created them. And uh, y'all going to tarnish his legs and make the last one this bad. And also, they in Apocalypse, they act like they were going to delve into how Magneto's Quicksilver's died and everything. But They acted like they was going to do a lot of that. They didn't acknowledge it. And Peter said, describe the character as more mature and subdued in the film. Who? Folk- Whose character? His character, Quicksilver, being focused on using his abilities for good as a member of the X-Men. Now, I don't know if he said that long before this come out. Now, Jessica Chastain is playing a character that has no Wikipedia page. (laughs) So, let's see. That is Is not an original character. That is not how you end off this era with a character by the name of Vuk. Let me type that in. X-Men Vuk. Because I'm guessing this is not... Because they got all the other characters in the Marvel comic book universe. Damn, my head's starting to hurt just thinking about this all over again. Vuk. All right, let's go on here. Vuk. This should tell me. Vuk. I'm seeing no sort of similarities. Let's see. Let's read. Let's read. This isn't even for Vuk. Who is this? All right, hold on. Let me, get, let me go to a different page. All right. Like Vuk is Jessica Chastain. And That's what they <laughs> really are saying. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, this is what happened in the movie. Uh, the... Simon D. Jessica will be named Smith. X-Men Smith. Vuk is the first and only. Now I got to type is, is it a made up character? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't, oh, yeah. I meant also want to point out that the graphics or the special effects in um, Dark Phoenix was also trash. <laughs> and now I'm kind of glad that it's not called X-Men Dark Phoenix. Maybe that was their way of kind of like distancing themselves yeah. from X Men, just calling it Dark Phoenix. Look at this as its own movie. Don't don't compare it to the other X Men movies. Okay, here's here's a little something explaining it to me. Let's see. The strange thing is, while Vuk is an original character making her ah. debut in the movie, kind of, I'll soon explain. Uh, okay, yeah. So the where she's from is. In the comic books, okay. I don't care. In 1964 in Avengers, all right. Astronaut shown trapped on there. There's a galaxy. He would, decades later, be given, oh, he would be given another Marvel pu- name in Marvel publication, Vuk. Never let it be said, ag- never let it be said that Dark Phoenix writer hasn't done his homework. One, he's not even fighting like the X-Men, and it looks nothing, and I don't even... Yeah, this podcast silent because I'm reading. Nathan, <laughs> it's just to me, it's just made up. It's trash, and there's still no excuse. Even if it is a villain that they had to do their deep sea dive, the movie isn't worthy enough to have a 
villain that no one wants nor cares about nor heard about, but is still good enough to withstand it. It's not. It's just not. Yeah, this is definitely. These aren't even like important characters. They look nothing like they do in the movie. I mean, those thingies kind of, in a way, look like before she was, before she, or when the little alien species was walking to her human, the original human character that she was, just like a, and uh, transform or transferred over to movie version, but that's not really saying much. Yeah, yeah. well, it's whack. Yeah, it's what it is. All right, uh, and you say you didn't see anything else? Nope. All right. Well, speaking of disappointment, the last thing I saw was Men in Black International. <laughs> now, <sighs> really, not much to be said about this movie. I saw the trailer. I, oh, no, I saw the casting. I was like, okay, that was a pretty good cast for a Men in Black guy. Tessa Thompson, Chris Hemsworth, maybe they can bring that Thor magic over. And then I see the first trailer. I'm like, oh, this don't look that good. <laughs> then I see the movie. I'm like, oh, this isn't that good. Uh, their chemistry was whatever. But it was more whatever because the, the writing was trash. I don't even want to blame it on F. Gary Gray because I don't know how much he had to do with the writing. The directing wasn't bad, but uh, it it didn't feel like a Men in Black movie. Yeah. You had your you had your Men in Black type of guns. You had that little uh, memory eraser thingy, whatever it's called. But it just didn't feel like a Men in Black <laughs> movie. It wasn't funny like Men in Black movies are. Nobody was able to bring that Will Smith type of charm to the screen. Um, it just, it didn't have that, didn't embrace the weird like the other Men in Black movies do. There were some alien characters, but if you really tried to, like, uh, forget about that there were aliens in the movie, it would be very easy. So, uh, yeah, just, I couldn't tell if they were trying to be funny or not, because none of the jokes were landing, but it seemed like they was putting a little funny juice on it. Kumail Nunanjaji? <laughs> Nanjiani. Jesus. <laughs> he was probably the best part of the movie, only because he was funny, but... Don't get it twisted. His jokes weren't uh, the most creative or thought-provoking, <laughs> but he was, he was, you know, I giggled at some of the stuff he was saying. I was just like, you can, you you ain't going to hate the movie just because you, if you like Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth, you ain't going to hate the movie, seeing them on the screen and, you know, acting sort of like themselves is, uh, it's not worth the price of admission, but <laughs> it's not going to make you walk out angry for some people. Now, Brianna saw it and, Every time she sees a trailer for the movie, I feel like she's getting PTSD because she'd be calling it. She just yelled out trash. But uh, me, no, I was just like, that was that was very subpar. Very subpar. Yeah, sad. And, disappointing. And Tessa Thompson's character was a little weird in the movie, especially to start out with because she had a interaction with the men in black as a kid. So she proceeded to look for them her whole life. So just the way her character was acting in the beginning was weird. And then they kind of like hinted that – she had a crush on Chris Hemsworth's character, but I just I couldn't tell, and it surely didn't uh, come to fruition later in the movie. I left the movie. I couldn't even tell you if they were partners anymore. So, and I truly didn't care. Shame. It ain't getting no sequel, so. Definitely not. Only way she get a sequel is if Will Smith says, "You know what, guys? I'll I'll do y'all a favor. I'll come back. I'll do I'll do one movie, and if y'all willing to do one movie with me, I'll." 
I'll do y'all a favor. So seeing him, Chris. Make, yeah, make both of them his sidekicks. Yeah, that'd be a fun movie to watch if the writing is good. And bring Tommy Lee Jones. And Josh Brolin. Yeah, make him a, a time traveler. Another time travel yeah. movie. Who would be an old version of Chris Hemsworth? <sighs> Gotta be kind of tall. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> that'd be very old. <laughs> uh, the old version of Will Smith. Older version. Uh, who's a tall black man? Is Morgan Freeman tall? <laughs> <laughs> they look so different from each other. Uh, the guy who plays uh, TJ's dad in Smart Guy. <laughs> oh, man. Or Will Smith would just be the old version of himself because yeah, he's already he, yeah. up there in he age. Can, and since he's playing, he can he's able to play the young version of himself in Gemini, man. Oh, yeah. So he got it. That's what technology is for. But, um, yeah, Men in Black International, you can go see it if you want, but you'll walk away not caring about the characters, the storyline, <laughs> what happens at the end, if anything happens to them going forward, if there's any sequel, nothing. Just It's just you'll walk away without any thoughts for it because that's what the movie asks of you. Nothing. Ugh. All right. Now, uh, before we move into the topics for this week's episode, it's time, it's time to cross over. No uh, movie Iverson. with uh, your boy, Anthony yeah. Mackie. <laughs> and other guy. Orlando Jones. All right. Hot Sauce. Who was the Wesley other guy Jonathan. in the movie? What, that was his name? I believe so. Mm. Was, was uh, Ari, not Ari Spears, was Wayne Brady in the movie? I believe so. He was the wasn't he like the villain? I think so. Let me oh look. my gosh! Yeah, you gotta have uh, <laughs> Lane Brady as the villain. Uh, all right, it's crossover movie idea time. All right, you got Men in Black, Dark Phoenix. Okay, dang, okay. I just combined them already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's already combined. <laughs> you got Men in Black International and Dark Phoenix. That's very easy. Uh, the Men in Black are alerted that there's some stuff going on in space. So they send Tessa and Chris Hemsworth to investigate, and that's where they see sightings of the Dark Phoenix, and yeah, then the movie starts. <laughs> now, the budget for crossover was $5.8 million. It made $7 million in the box office. So it made it back. It should have been a sequel then. Were we, were we the only ones in that theater then? Uh, I guess so. Now you was trying to see indie movies for your birthday. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see this little indie engine, little engine that could. This movie didn't even have Orlando Jones in it. Uh, <laughs> but it had Eva Pigford. Okay. Philip Champion. Who's Lil that? Lil JJ. Oh, that's Hot Sauce. <laughs> Philip Champion. Uh, Lil JJ. Kristen Wilson. Who's that? American actress. Uh, Wayne Brady, Wesley Jonathan, and Anthony Mackie playing Tech. Okay. I didn't even remember that. Look at her baggy jerseys. Yeah, I mean, we had to watch this show on uh Oh, I know it's gonna be whack. On the uh, podcast. I mean two thousand six, that was thirteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was very young. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Yes. All right. Oh, um as we promised oh, last episode, man. we're gonna do the MTV movie and TV war predictions. Now, when you're going to be listening to this, the show already going to have came on. So, as we're recording this, they've already recorded the show, but it hasn't came on. Uh-huh. So, we're going to do our, we're going to guess, and then immediately 
give you the results. <laughs> so as we go along, we're going to be keeping score and see who's going to be right and who's going to be wrong at the end of this John. Uh-huh. All right, crossover trailer. Okay, 360, 360 pictures. pictures. Money deals. Car cops pulling over Wayne Brady. The D-Town, D-town killers. killers. <laughs> you got Hot Sizzle. Anthony Mackey. Underground basketball. Oh, yeah, what's his name? Was, wasn't uh, Alan Payne or whatever playing like a street baller in this movie? I feel like he's always playing a street baller. And that's not good, especially for his age. Woo! Get him, hot sauce. Dang, that's crazy. If only I would have back, known back then that that was Anthony Mackey. Yeah, this was back then this was a random black guy. Yeah. Look at hot sizzle. He had the he had that one hat that I had. Yeah. Had the red version. I'm gonna have to do what I do. See, now knowing who he is, he doesn't even look young in this movie. <laughs> look at little JJ playing a nerd. Yep, that was Alan Payne. He oh. looked ridiculous. He is forty years old. <laughs> Afraid of Jules. Look at Jules. Duncan and stuff. Whew. His jerseys are so long as they're dribbling. <laughs> Look at Wayne Brady. And the Mackey was playing basketball with a, a necklace on. Of course. They teamed they, up. You had to team up to beat hot sauce. <laughs> Look how serious he looked. In the streets, I'm a legend. In the hood, I'm a star. Roll them and fold them. Didn't one of them become like a pro ball player or something? I feel like something. Because his little go-digging girlfriend, Eva Pickford. Oh, uh, yeah. It kind of looked like he was taking this movie seriously. Yeah. Crossover. <laughs> right, that definitely know. wasn't it. Uh, Aunt <laughs> Mac. This dude has went on to play Tupac and Falcon. Oh, Lord. Lord. All right, but back Lord. to the MTV Movie and TV Awards. Yeah, so we're going to give, like I said, our predictions for that um, and then give the results right after for each one. But first, uh, just a little piece of movie news rumors. Uh, Clay Thompson rumor has it. is rumored to be locked in, in for Space Jam 2, apparently. Yeah, he's going to be playing a, a wheelchair basketball player. So, yeah, yeah. so uh, before his little injury in the finals, did that mean, was that a little quiet news that he was going to go to the Lakers then? Uh, I have no clue because his dad is convinced that he's staying with the Warriors. Well, why? So, well, I don't, I don't even believe, like, uh... I feel like Clay and LeBron don't even really like each other all yeah, like they don't, that. They don't seem like they got anything in common. So, so why would he let him be in his movie yeah, if maybe. he ain't coming to the squad? Maybe it was something. But not anymore. He probably ain't going to be in it now. Did Clay Thompson seem like he can even act? He's probably a good actor. I mean, Darius Miles was in a movie. Anybody right. can be in mo- Any basketball player can be in movies then. He was in a movie about stealing the SAT scores. That's very weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's a and crazy he played, concept. He didn't really act too far out of his range. He played <laughs> a basketball player. Yeah. Uh. Of all basketball players, Darius Miles. Yeah, because back then he was popping. He was about <laughs> to be the next big thing until he was whack. Oh, man. And got injured. Might as well have got Lamar Odom or. He was probably next on the list if they couldn't get Darius. Larry Hughes. Oof, Larry Hughes. 
Well, Larry Hughes on NBA Live or was it 2K? He always looked like a ghost. I think it's 2K. <laughs> it's one of those games. I think he still does look like that, but I don't know. That's just disrespectful. <sighs> maybe maybe he would actually show up when we was playing the the other day and all the characters were invisible. Yeah, he set a hex on my my team. All right, so if Clay Thompson is going to be in Space Jam Two with Bron Bron, who should they round out the rest of the cast with? The rest of the Banana Boat Boys. So D-Wade, and randomly Clay. Yeah, it sounds like be. Russell Westbrook about to be in as much as he's been hanging out. It's gonna be like yeah. Russell Westbrook, Tristan Thompson, Clay. Please don't put Tristan there. Uh, Dwayne Wade, maybe Hoodie Mello. Chris Paul seems to be hanging out with all them yeah. too. I don't know where this LeBron Russell Westbrook relationship yeah, I don't like blossomed that. from, and I don't like him still hanging out with Tristan Thompson. <laughs> That's his boy for some reason. Tristan Thompson owes him his life though for giving him that big yeah. old contract. Yeah, you can have all the people that's in the same management. The Clutch Contavious, Sports Squad. Yeah, Contavious Caldwell Pope. And the, no. <laughs> somebody got to make room Davis. for Aunt Dave. <laughs> Aunt Dave. Somebody got to make a room for him. And then call up Zion. Let him be in this boy, in this <laughs> thing, too. Let him play a young version of LeBron. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron got slightly lighter, <laughs> a little thinner. And a slightly taller. <laughs> All right, now we'll tell you what everybody's been waiting for, the MTV Movie and TV Awards predictions. So we're going to go through, as we always do, going to predict, and whoever gets the most correct wins himself a nice little cheap movie off of the Amazon or wherever you want get to it, get it from buybacks. I don't know. You know how we do. You don't get it. Uh, we forget about it, and the yeah. person doesn't get it for upwards of three months <laughs> to a year. <laughs> <laughs> So, closed mouth don't get fed, so you don't remember. <laughs> All right, so as we're recording this, the MTV Movie Awards will come on in two hours, four minutes, and 39 seconds. So, we <laughs> got to, it's time to beat the clock, even though we're going to announce the winners Buzzer right after beater. it. <laughs> All right, let's start at the very bottom. We got Best Musical Moment. Your Boring. nominees are A Star is Born, Shallow. Um, I'll switch it. Live Aid concert performance from Bohemian Rhapsody. Nope. Just a girl from Captain Marvel. Nope. Uh, the Masquerade scene apparently from Chilling Adventures, Adventures of Sabrina. That's right, TV and movies. Yeah, movie <laughs> and TV awards. Uh, look at that butt performance on On My Block. Seventeen from Riverdale. Nope. The sunflower scene from Spider Man into the Spider Verse. And I think we're alone now from the Umbrella Academy. He sung for f- 15 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are you going with? You got eight choices. I'm going shallows. Going with that. Bradley shallow. Coop, Lady Gaga, Starsborn, which is a rumor Lady Gaga could be doing a voice in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. All right, what am I? Rocket Raccoon's love interest, bringing them two back together. As well as Mark Hamill, who's always Doom rumored voices. to be different superhero or <laughs> villains. I mean, I wouldn't mind, and apparently, uh, been Jim and Cooper. What is his name? Brad. Bradley. <laughs> Brad Coop. His uh, relationship with his lady. Yeah, is, he's on uh, out. Yeah, so that's... Lady Gaga broke off her engagement. So now, oh, we about to be getting time. a star born in real life. <laughs> but I'm also going with Shallow from A Star Is Born. But just my luck, it'll be um, what's it called from. What's that sh- movie? Uh, Bohemian Rap Rap. Or Sunflower, because that's a popular song. You're a sunflower. Is that fire? All right, let me uh, 
Hold on, my computer want to be acting up. It's acting no like city, city girls, girls. Right now. Okay, that was whack. You're whack. <laughs> hey, congratulations to Young Miami. She's pregnant. Yeah, you blew your career. You got pregnant. She saw Cardi can do it. Yeah, it's a little different. Cardi <laughs> had a string of hits before she did it. <laughs> and the personality. I don't think uh, Young Miami got the personality for it. She already got one kid. Dang. <laughs> she kept that on the low, low. No Jones. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I mean, JT in prison. City Girl's going to be out for at least nine months. Yeah. That's, uh... Oh, wait. They're... Well, they haven't announced it, the winners. They just already have the article up just in case. Oh. <laughs> All, right, well, All right. So the regular way. Yeah. So, yeah. He's just, just going to do it. And then yeah, I guess I'll find out two weeks from now. <laughs> the stuff right where the hood where the hood where the hood and i right, bust a freestyle while we wait <laughs> yeah this is empty of course the mtv movie awards or whatever would jack up the flow because everybody knows this is the most free-flowing show ever of all time ever all right best Forever. musical moment let me see let me look through my verse i'll do something where's something i've recorded before any verses that I already recorded that I can spit. All right, I'm trying to save no the people from hearing your bad bars. No loogie. See? Uh, I'm trying to save the people. All right, so we both pick Shallow, Stars Born. Dang, I can't beat the clock. I walked in with the ugliest pair of big baller brand sneakers. I checked my beeper. It was alert for the Pharrell NMDs because the triple Bs made my feet hurt. Listening to some songs by me with me as the feature creature, a habit. I don't want to hear me rap about being a teacher. I'll be like, forget old man Kyle, because if I hear a chainsaw, it's metal on me like Iron Man. I let the arrow go like Matt Damon in The Great Wall. Somebody stop me. All right, we're done. Jim Carrey. I said the great musical. I ain't even auditioned. That's about as authentic as fake Yeezys with the light-up bottoms and fidget spinners. All right. All right, moving on to (laughs) best real-life hero. Everybody's favorite category. Whack. All right, we got Alex Hanold from Free Solo, Hannah Gadsby from Nanette, Serena Williams from Being Serena, Ruth Bader Ginsburg from RBG, and Roman Reigns from WWE. That was a bar. From just wrestling? <laughs> Apparently. All those other people from documentaries and. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> hey, who you going with? Alex, Hannah, Roman, Ruth, or Serene? I'm going Ruth Bader Ginsburg. All right. I was kind of leaning the, towards that way, but I don't want to have the same one you that this way. One. So I'm going to go with Serena. No and Sailor Moon. You got to be a real moonhead yeah, to know that. I don't even know what that means. Was that her real name? Yep. Well, on the American version. Her name just wasn't Sailor Moon? <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's what I was under the assumption. <laughs> That's kind of goofy. Yeah, because there's Sailor Moon, Sailor Mercury, Sailor Mars, Sailor Venus. Hmm. And I thought those are all their just names. <laughs> no, they just, they're sailors. They're and space sailors? Not like boat-type sailors, but sailors like you wear that little outfit with the the frillies and the skirts. and <laughs> So they're basically showing women off as to be some uh, disrespectful is what I'm hearing. They got powers. <laughs> Powers of cooking and cleaning, probably. <laughs> vacuum powers. You can turn anything into a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you went with O Roof. Mm-hmm. And I went with Serene. 
Like everything going super slow, like a slow motion shot. That was whack. I mean, I got one spinning in my hand right now. I ain't giving up. Shower cap, luxury robe, fuzzy slippers. Wait, did I throw in the towel? Get it? Give up. Throw in the towel. Explain my bars again. Starring in a short film with a Martian. All right, I'm ready. Fire like an arsonist with the green off to the side like Parsley is. All Uh, right. On to best host. Your uh, nominees are Gail King from CBS This Morning. Nick Cannon from Wildin' Out. Oh, my gosh. Nick Cannon from The Masked Singer. Oh, my gosh. He gets two nominations. Yeah, because he's that good. RuPaul from RuPaul's Drag Race. And Trevor Noah from Trevor Noah, uh, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. So which Nick Cannon are you going with? I feel like it's going to RuPaul for RuPaul's Drag Race. I feel like we guess this one every single uh-huh, time. It's always every- wrong. It'd be... <laughs> I think Trev- ups- well, I feel like Trevor Noah won it last year. Yeah, who won? It was like John Oliver or somewhere where it should have been Ellen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or was that the Teen Choice Awards? I don't know, but I'm about to go with Trevor Noah. Cause it do not matter. Because <laughs> I feel like he was the one who won. <laughs> so you're going with RuPaul. Ru. RuPaul's Drag Race. I watched Taylor Swift's music video, by the way. Oh, she came out with one? Yeah. The concept of this song with the video just... The video was much better than the song, but it don't make no sense because that whole first verse and that chorus ain't got nothing to do with gay people. But then she just throw that curveball at you. Maybe she was just she had some over the heads. And the video full of gay people. They got all of them. They got RuPaul. They got the whole cast of Queer Eye. They got Ellen. They got Hannah Hart. They got... Uh, Who is Hannah Hart? YouTuber. Jesse Tyler Oof. Ferguson, they got. Who is that? From Modern Family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the real life guy. Yeah, yeah not the. plays a gay, not the straight guy that plays a gay. Yeah, not the one who overdoes it. <laughs> All right, now to everybody's favorite category Best Documentary. Oh. <laughs> Your nominees are At the Heart of Gold, Inside the USA Gymnastics Scandal. Please. Ooh. I'm about to watch that. Uh,. McQueen, Minding the Gap, RBG, and Surviving R. Kelly. Um, which <laughs> one are you going with? I don't think they'll give it a Surviving R. Kelly, even though they should. Because <laughs> uh, who's going to walk on that stage? For one, they ain't doing that. Yeah, I'm saying, ain't nothing walking All on right, stage. All right, I'm going uh, uh, R. Kelly then, Surviving Kells. Yeah, that would look I crazy. doubt it, but that would look so crazy if they had that on. They can bring up all eighty victims. <laughs> they can all walk up and <laughs> thank, uh, thank R. Kelly for the award. Yeah, thank you, R. Kelly, for ruining our lives. Allegedly, I don't know how to hog tie people. <laughs> what well, I know what to do with a hog tie? <laughs> I still ain't watched that interview in Ho because yeah, that's a classic interview. <laughs> Just because I forgot. But when um, he when he when he gets up and he's angry. 30 years. 30 years of hits. <laughs> All right, so you going with Surviving R. Kelly? Yep. This time it's my turn. I'm going with RBG, most ballinest player. That's what Make I was... my own moves. Call, Call me, me the, the mayor. mayor. Monday night, you know things change with time. Some, 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 some. Welcome to Atlanta where the yeah. play is played and we ride on things like every day. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. They need to do a new version of that. All right, so you went with Surviving R. Kelly. It would be so mumbled with all the... Yeah, but you got to let uh, Jermaine Dupri do it and let Bow Wow just spaz it, bar to death. Did you 
Did you listen to Greenlight 6? No, I ain't listening to Greenlight 6. That's what we should have listened to the other uh-huh. day. <laughs> I forgot about it. It's probably Mad Soldier. Yeah, boys. I would say Soldier had some stuff we ain't listened to. Dang. Big Soge. All right. Best memeable moment. I feel like we can just move on from this because we already know what this is. <laughs> uh, you got the, the Lilo dance from Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. That was pretty funny. Ray J's hat from uh, Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Classic. Uh, the Dor- the notorious RBG from RBG. Okay, we don't need no more RBG. <laughs> uh, Age of Harris butterfly finale fail. RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay, I don't know about that. And Colton Underwood jumps the fence from The Bachelor. That was interesting. I can see that winning, but I'm going Ray J's hat. Yeah, I also got to go. And I saw him hat. on the red carpet. He had a humongous hat on to yeah, I saw that. move around. <laughs> Did you see? Um, Corey from the challenge was also. Oh yeah, I saw him walking the red carpet with. I saw him in a a video. It was him, his baby mama, and her boyfriend, all uh, having yuck yucks and laughing, having a good time. I just don't like that he was on the red carpet. Yeah, I, I, I saw get... I saw Wes and Johnny Bananas, but Johnny Bananas is uh, MTV mainstay. Yeah, they're really embracing the fact that they do have shows on there, but still. I don't want to see these people on the red carpet, but whatever. All right, so we both picking Ray J's hat from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Uh, All right, copy, paste, copy, paste. All right, next category, we got reality royalty. Your nominees are Jersey Shore Family Vacation, and that just instantly reminded me, watching, um, what is that show, Grownish. And they had the audacity to name drop uh, Florida Bama Shore. What's her? Zoe was like, I'm just sitting in on the, the whatever night, catching up on Florida Bama Shore. Yikes. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Don't give them attention. Yeah. How much did they pay you to use their name? Because <laughs> that is a show we need to all, all stay clear from. But anyways, so like I said, Jersey Shore, family vacation, free to, free sitch. Um Next, we got Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta, where the play is play. Next, we got The Bachelor. Next, The Challenge. It'll only be right. And then next, Vanderpump Rules. People like that show. I'm going with The Challenge. All right, you're going with The Challenge. This is a tough one, because should I go with the MTV show? Or nah, I want to go with Jersey Shore, but I think I'm going to go with The Bachelor. Bachelorette. So, even you know, which one's more popular, The Bachelor or Bachelorette? I feel like The Bachelorette. Probably, I have no clue. It's probably The Bachelor since I was the first show. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to make a mistake. I don't want, I'm just going with it. I ain't going, because if I try to think too hard, then yeah. I'm going to just get a headache. No aspirin. All right, so you're going with the challenge, and I am going with The Bachelor. Dang, I should really get... This is what happens when you don't come prepared. (laughs) At least we're consistent. I mean, I'm always prepared because... Is that how you say it? Of course it is. Throw a lasso like a horse you dig, then pull it tight like a course it is. This game was kind of trash. Let me flip it and talk about things I have. I just got a pan flute. Show them what the can do, because anything you can do, I can do better. Fire stick. Can do, because a candle is a fire stick. Oh Bootleg movie mean I shoot with a can and let you watch the flick. Got an indoor pool. 
an outdoor pool. Got an indoor basketball court, an outdoor basketball court. I got the Leo B. Gyllenhaal shirt on with a pair of jogging shorts, blanketed in cash. I use that and sheets to build. All a right. Done with that. So All I'll, right. I'll save that for later, y'all. Most frightened performance. You're oh, not- this is the next uh, violent feline. Oh, I meant category. That was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Charles Barkley, but. Nah, I didn't say it like that. I, if I would have said terrible, <laughs> then you could have said it. But I said terrible. Fan no. four stick. Ugh. All right. And your nominees are Alex Wolf from Hereditary. Linda Cardellini from The Curse of the La Lona. No. <laughs> what category is this? Most Frightened Performance. My gosh. Hey, all those first two were spot on. Dalmatian. All right. Next, we got <sighs> Rain, Ryan Rees? Rain Rees? I don't know who that is. Played Dana Haynes in Halloween? Mm, okay, I don't remember him or her. It was clearly a her. And it, oh my! No, Scarlett Johansson. So I remember when I first announced the nominations on here, I thought it was the lead character girl. No, it is the girl who got killed in the bathroom. Oh my gosh! <laughs> is she an MTV affiliate or something? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it was the one where he was banging on the stalls and she was sitting in there and he yeah, killed her. That's inexcusable. Br- then <laughs> that makes no sense. I definitely don't want to see her win. She should be living in her apartment or duplex or her condominium in the sky. She should be sitting there watching this. But, yeah, somehow she's nominated. And then we got Sandra Bullock for Bird Box. And Victoria Pedridi from The The Haunting of Hill House. I don't even know who to pick. I'm going with Sandra Bullock. You probably want to go with Alex Wolf. I was going to, but you basically got to go Sandra Bullock. Nah, you want to go Alex Wolf. That that, that eliminates that uh, whatever category. You can go with Alex Wolf. Violent Free Lines. Nah, I don't ever want to hear that bar again. That was terrible, Charles Barkley. After I have some good dinner. No. We we get to really see who nom I ate it. What? Nom? I heard what you said. I ate it. And I don't like it one bit. Nominated. 16. Yeah, if you around from where we from, you already, you already know that bar. That bar did not go over your head. It's not a toboggan. Uh, All right, next category is best. Drinking liquor in the sky. That, that bar did go over the head. but <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Huh. All right, next category, like I said, is best fight. Okay. Your nominees. You in the closet door. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> your nominees. <laughs> Or Captain America versus Thanos from Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Captain Marvel first versus Minerva. Nah, Captain nah. Marvel. Arya Stark versus the White Walkers. I can see them picking that, but nah. Game of Thrones. RBG versus Inequality. That's just so stupid. <laughs> RBG. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair in WWE WrestleMania. Why are they nominating wrestling? Why wouldn't they? I'm going big Captain Thanos. All right, that's who I want to go with. That's what all logic should point to. But as you hinted to earlier, I feel like the people going to go with Arya Stark, even though Game of Thrones was an utter disappointment uh, <laughs> this season, mainly the end. But I still feel 
like Arya Stark killing the White Walkers is what's going to take the trophy home, the golden popcorn. All right, your next swagagory is uh, where we at, where we at, where we at, where we at, where we at. Best breakthrough performance. And your nominees are Aquafina as Peekling Gao from Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Your girl, Haley Lou Richardson from as Stella from Five Feet Apart. You know who Haley Lou Richardson is. No. Uh, it was in that movie with Cole Sprouse about being all sick. Definitely didn't see that movie. But you know who it is. Nah, you know who it is. She was in a g- b- glass or what's that other one called? Broken? Split? Yeah. <laughs> she was in Split as the one of the girls who was not. Um, I need to Yeah. The one that looks like she need to brush her hair. I'm ready to see New Mutants now. We got Dark Phoenix out of the way. Give us New Mutants. No. Show me how whack that movie is. I'll be shocked if it's worse. New Mutants. Uh, All right. And you still got MJ Rodriguez from Pose. She played Bianca Rodriguez. Uh, Nukti Gatwa. Eric from Sex Education. And your boy, Noah Centineo. Or Centineo. 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 Why am I adding an L? Uh, (laughs) As Peter from To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I was leaning towards Aquafina, but I'm going Noah C. Yeah, a, a young Mark Ruff. Yeah, after I saw how all the ladies are swooned by young Noah, I didn't know there was a Noah hive out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going. It takes one to Noah. One. Are you tired? Because you're just really coming with the. It's just the. Just I'm the tired t- of being this good at bars. That's <laughs> <laughs> something. Cassidy was saying, uh, and I I listened to a new Cassidy song recently, and don't by any means I'm not saying it's good. It's not <laughs> something I'm gonna ever go back and listen to. But he wasn't spitting the type of punchlines he spits during his battles. Yeah. And I'm like, if you would just do these type of punchlines, it wouldn't be as hysterically bad. Yeah, he says terrible lines. Yeah, I mean, like he still has some some uh, some stinkers in there, he but said. it wasn't as atrociously just. Awful as it is when he's up there on the stage with y'all no beat. Boo- y'all booing some of the best stuff in the world. Yeah, he's delusional. Why does he think he's, he claims he watches battle rap so he can see that when he watches the, the watch- elite battlers don't say that stuff. When he watches it, he's like, this is nothing compared to what I would do. <laughs> I'm way much better than this. Uh, he got killed. That was a pointless battle. I don't even want to rewatch it ever. <laughs> I still need to watch it in full. Mm. All right, next category, we got Best Villain. Villainous. Your nominees are Jodie Comer from Killing Eve, Joseph Fiennes, Commander Fred Waterford from The Handmaid's Tale, Josh Brolin as Thanos from Avengers Endgame, Lupita Nyong'o from Red, oh, <laughs> Red from Us. <laughs> and I, Pin- like, I didn't know she was in Red. <laughs> I knew uh, Bruce Willis was. <laughs> and Pin Badgley. From or as Joe Goldberg in You, he's a villain in that. Apparently, I've he's never just the lead. I've never gotten around to watching it. Isn't he like? Doesn't he like stalk her or something? Uh, he must. I don't know. Or just acts like a typical white guy. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know. Don't don't ask me. Uh, I'm going Lupita Nyong'o. Are you going with Lulu P? Lulu Lulu P? I'm gonna think I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna think I'm gonna go with I'm gonna think I think I'm gonna think I'm gonna think I'm gonna go with Josh Brolin. JB. Now I'm very unsure about this. I kind of want to go with Pin Badgley, but I'm not. I want chill. 
I'm gonna go with Josh Brolin, even though I think he's not gonna win. But I gotta Chill vote like Daryl Mitchell. Got it? What? Eh, you don't know nothing about no old sitcoms. I didn't hear what you said. I just I'm I heard a chill like Daryl Mitchell. Yeah, I don't watch TV, so I don't know where that's from. If you go, you know who I'm talking about. Wheelchair guy, guy that's in a wheelchair. Uh, okay, keeping it pushing. Like but every Kroger. time, every like every time, Kroger cards. That's whack. But every time I say bars, it's guaranteed that the crowd wheelchair. All right, next category is best comedic performance. Once again, nominated, we got Aquafina from Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Because clearly her performance was just hysterical. It could be Aquafina from any movie. She she going to get the laughs. It could be Aquafina from that 2 Chains commercial. Yeah, why are they? That's a weird little combo. <laughs> All right, you got Daniel Levy from Schitt's Creek. John Mulaney from Big Mouth. Marseille Martin from Little. And Zachary Levi from Shazam. This is the TV and movies. If they gonna pick Marseille Martin, they could have just did from grown or from Blackish. Nah, they was like she was way funnier than Little. <laughs> uh, I immediately forgot the first name you said. Aquafina. I'm going Aquafina. You going with Aquafina? I think I'm gonna go with. And I always do this. I always think they're gonna vote for the person hosting, and they never do it. <laughs> but I'm gonna do it this year. So I'm going with your boy Zachary Levi or Levy. I didn't even know he was hosting it. Yeah. Don't act like you don't know he's hosting it. Stop it. Stop. You're embarrassing yourself. Drop. Shut him down. Open up shop. Ooh. Ooh. How rough rider rolls. Alright, so you were going with Aquafina. No water. From your favorite movie of was it last year? Or was it two years ago? It better have been last year if it's nominated. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, it probably was. But I'll always know. be my maybe is uh, Crazy Rich Asians too. <laughs> but it's way better than Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, all right. And then next category. Uh, I hate when I copy and paste it in the Go wrong right spot. Like felines. All right. Your next category is Best Kiss. You and nah 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 no 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 Michael B. Jordan poster. Nah, you the one who probably got the poster up. I just got nah. The you can poster. look around. I ain't got no poster nah, of got, Michael B. Jordan. I got the Creed poster, but they got oh, okay. And you do your morning prayers in front of it. Nah, and... I got uh, Sylvester Stallone on it too. So you like Sylvester? Nah, I said it got him on there. So why would I? Let's think you Tweety Bird. Oh my gosh. Best <laughs> kiss and kiss. Kiss. Right. Your nominees are Camilla Mendez and Charles Melton. Who's Reggie from Riverdale? Okay, I don't watch Riverdale. Hey, it's Riverdale. Riverdale, Riverdale, Riverdale. Next we got Jason Momoa and Amber Heard from Aquaman. Okay. Not to be confused with the ever popular Waterboy. <laughs> um Dang, that's the prequel with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Next, we got Nukti Gatwa and Connor Swindles. Ooh. Eric and Adam from Sex Education. Eric. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we got Noah Centennials. Why do I continue to put an L in his name? <laughs> Dang, that's ain't Centennial 100 years. Centennial is also a high school. Where is that high school? And if it's still around, I don't know. I have a new clue. Noah Centennial. 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 
What is his name? Mm-hmm. I need to hear somebody say it. Lana Condor from To All the Boys I've Loved Before. That's the prequel to Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> uh, Tom Hardy and Michelle Williams from no. Venom. Adrenaline and um. What are you going with? What, Venom? I am going with uh, I know what uh, Riverdale. What? I'm a little shocked. Like, I, I got hit with a thousand volts. See? And I, apparently I'm doing the whack bars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you go with Camilla Mendez and Charles Melton from Riverdale. I'm going with Noah and Lana. Because everybody loved all the boys I loved before. Even you. So if, even, if that nah. movie can get even you, then it's, it's definitely going to get the MTV crowd. And it's nominated for Best Movie or whatever. Spoiler alert. So... Is definitely going to take home some golden popcorns. Popcorn. All right. So you picked uh, the scene from Rivi. I went with the scene to all the little boys I loved before. And I don't know why I instantly had a taste for pizza just appear <laughs> in my system. Yeah, I got a taste for any food. Like a spicy chicken sandwich or something. That's very random. All right. Or like a McFlurry. When I'm in a club, I make it McFlurry. All right, your next Doubt category it. is Best Hero. Your nominees are Brie Larson from Captain Marvel. Okay. John David Washington from Black Klansman. No. Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. Robert Downey Jr. from Avengers Endgame. Okay. And last but certainly not least, you have Zachary Levi from Shazam. He's he going to be disappointed because this is going to <laughs> Robert Downey Junior, I'm, I'm, I'm. You would think I'm in a wheelchair because I think I'm rolling, but mm. once again, I want to go with Arya Stark, and I just don't want to choose it because I don't want to put it in the air. But then at the end of the day, it's the MTV Awards, so I ain't really gonna be stressing it too much. Yeah. But at the end of the day, that's RDJ, so I'm gonna go with Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> as well. Robert. Robert play. Kelly. Robert, I mean, if R, if Robert Downey Jr. played that black guy in... Yeah, he could star as a, uh, in an R. Kelly biopic. Yeah. If they ever make an R. Kelly biopic, they got to decide which direction they're going. They, <laughs> they got to go all the, out. Music business, or they can show what he really do. Do double take. They shoot two different movies. The first one will be about the music business. The second one will take place at the same time, but yeah. outside stuff. Funny business. R. Kelly, the movie. Music business. R. Kelly the movie too. Funny business. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get into no funny business. All right. Next category, we got best performance in a show. Thank you for splitting it up, guys. Your first nominee <laughs> is boy. Elizabeth Moss in The Handmaid's Tale. Don't watch it. Next, we got Amelia Clark. From Game of Thrones. Amelia, Amelia, Amelia. Next, we got Gina Rodriguez from that one show she does, Jane the Virgin. Next, we have Kiernan Shipka from Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And yes, there is only four nominees. Okay. Making your choice a lot harder. I'm going Maisie Williams. Is that who was nominated? Nope. <laughs> I'm going... Uh, Amelia Clark was nominated. Yeah, I'm going Amelia Clark. <laughs> How are you going with Amelia Clark from Yame of Thrones? That's a bold choice because this season wasn't as beloved. It wasn't, but 
I just I can't pull the trigger on Elizabeth Moss, and I don't see any kids from Stranger Things in here. So, I am also gonna go with Amelia. Amelia, 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 Wait, oh yeah, <laughs> there was five nominees, but they took it off, because okay. I I think we said this was going to happen too. Jason Mitchell was nominated. Oh, <laughs> Jay Mitch. And they they stripped that dude from- <laughs> Stripped. <laughs> they stripped his nomination away. <laughs> Dang, hey, that's Jason. messed up. His life is over. I saw Lena Dunham talking about she's working on uh, season three. Of what? The Shy. Why would Lena Dunham be? I mean, not Lena Dunham. Oh, I bought to say like, why? Ooh, that'd be that'd be startling. (laughs) You're like, huh? (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. They say, yeah, they're both both the characters are gone, but they gonna keep it pushing like a Kroger cart. Oh my gosh! (laughs) All right, so your nominees are Mandela Stenberg from The Hate You Give. Also, want to point out that people were killing Alexandra Ship because when she was talking about what she would like to see from the Storm character, she was like. I wouldn't mind her interacting with like Halle Berry and then possibly a younger version of My Storm, like maybe played by uh, Amanda Stenberg. She was in. just talking. They like the same age. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. And everybody was like, dang, you didn't even attempt to put a black storm in there. You got all these light skinned th- uh, storms. Unlike the dark storm in the comic books and blah, 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 blah. It only makes sense why she would be interacting with Halle Berry. A, time, uh, a storm time travel movie, uh, just like in the Days of Future Past, she didn't get to she didn't get to fraternize with young or old Storm because yeah. she wasn't around. Yeah. She wasn't a circle. She oh. wasn't a mug. She wasn't around. Uh, what's the next category? I'm not done with this one. <laughs> All right, now we got Lady Gaga from A Star Is Born, Lupita Nyong'o from Us, Us, your boy Rami Malek from Bohemian Rhapsody. And your girl, Sandra Bullock, from Bird Box. I'm going Lady Gaga. Did you hear all I bent them words? Dang. You're not the word bender. I'm the word bender. Dang, I didn't know I could. I got uh, five letters for you, like the word bender. I didn't know letters bent or letters were able to stretch like that, but I was able to bend them words. (laughs) I don't know if that was supposed to be like a bar or... Are you just talking? <laughs> That's how my bars you said like. it like it was a bar, but upon hearing what you said, it couldn't <laughs> possibly even be an attempt. <laughs> nah, that's just how fluid my bars come out. Good idea, thought. All right. Oh, it's time to move on because my bar calculator is not liking <laughs> what you're saying. You have a very bad average right now. <laughs> uh, nah, I don't. But uh, who'd you say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this the category with Lady Gaga in it? <laughs> yeah. It's in Lady Gaga, I believe is what I said. All right, you going with Lady Gaga? G-g-g-g. I want to go with Lady Gaga, but a part of me kind of wants to go with Rami Malek just so I can stick up for the one man that's in this category because men have it hard out here in these streets. Men, 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 many, 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 many. I didn't even do it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I could not remember. 
Men, 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 menly men, men, men. I don't know. I watched the one season with Ashton Kutcher, so. <laughs> of all seasons. Yeah, I was like, ooh, Ashton coming? Let me tune into this show then. Oh, man. Ashton Kutcher was the replacement. Oh, man. All right. I'm going with Rami Malik without no thought process. Um, keeping it pushing like a Kroger cart. Your next category is going to be best show. No and tell. Your nominees oh are Big Mouth, <laughs> Game of Thrones, <laughs> Riverdale, Riverdale, Shit's Creek, The Haunting of Hill House. Who are you going with here? I am going between Riverdale or Big Mouth. I'm going Riverdale. All right. Yeah, I want to go with Game of Thrones, but I feel like this is where they're going to draw the line and voting for it. So I am also going to go with Riverdale, even though Riverdale. Big Mouth Riverdale. is pretty hilarious. I didn't even know Riverdale. it was popping all like that. Riverdale. I feel like it got popping when I started watching it, but whatever. All right, now next nominee and the final nominee, it's going to be Best Movie. Your nominees are Avengers Endgame. Yeah, that's clearly the best movie of all time. <laughs> Black Klansman. With three gays. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. To All the Boys I've Loved Before. And Us. Us. I'm going Avengers Endgame. All right. My mind is telling me no. But my MT, my MTV brain is telling me to all the boys I loved before. And that is who I am going to go with. I ain't even going to think too much about it, because if I think too much about it, I'm going to clearly talk myself out of it, because there's like, in no world, any sort of category, should Avengers Endgame lose to the longly title to all the boys I've loved before. Yeah, that's a mistake Like you haven't ate meat in a while. Oh, my gosh. Mistake. Friends. That is a... Far. Dang. If I wanted to get real specific, I would have said, oh my gosh. Janice. All right, so I'm. Oh my gosh. Janice. Uh, (laughs) That's a bar. Hey, shout out to all my. Shout out to all my friends, alumni. I didn't hear what you said. I'm just going to ignore it. It was fire. People who are listening to this is like. They're not going to talking over it. They're lighting lighters. I'm talking over it like a narrator, okay? Uh, I'd have said Morgan Freeman. But who is a narrator? I mean, mine's more specific, like the ocean. I'm talking over it like a girl in any conversation. I'm talking over it like black people in the movies. <laughs> all right, so for once again, for best movie, I went with all the boys I've loved before. You went with Avengers Endgame. I hope I'm wrong. EG. All right, so I'm not going to go Avengers through all the a. categories we did, but we predicted all of them. And in two weeks, when we're back at you, <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be very dated. Yeah, people are gonna be like, "What is this? And why are y'all talking about it?" So <laughs> we'll just quickly breeze through it like wind Drew. in a tree. Oh my gosh! Yeah, this episode is just <laughs> your bars is making it insufferable. I gotta make up for the bad bars that you're doing. My bars are fire. What? Yeah, okay. okay. I didn't have nothing to say. I'm just letting you know that they're fire, human torch. Oh my gosh, you really just—you're really just taking it to another level. 
level two. All right, so see, and then you say something like that. <laughs> so uh, see, my bar, my punches never have the words that's in the setup. I never have it. That never happens. Wait, JWoww and boyfriend Zach. Zach right, I'm just getting from the challenge. Uh, nah, he's still with uh, Jenna. But um, Jenna, he probably cheating on her still. Probably, but I mean, she was like, "Do you know who this is?" He's like. Becca or whatever name he said. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, anything else you want to touch on before we move on to the weekly Geely segment? Moving on up. Uh, nothing I can think of. All right. You got anybody you want to nominate for the weekly Jill? Nah. I mean, Simon Kenberg because he easily get it at any that, moment. I mean, that's who I had nominated because for it, us being gone for two weeks, it was pretty light on uh, people's actions, so. Yes, yeah, so him. Simon Kinsberg, step on up, buddy. You have now received a weekly G Lee for this week. I don't know why. I feel like he's been, been. Uh, oh, he's definitely, got, he had to have one before. Yeah, around um, a couple, year or two ago. He might have won a couple weeks ago. I don't remember, <laughs> or at least been nominated. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you were nominated for writing and directing Dark Phoenix, and it just being an utter disappointment. Like this isn't this isn't your way to step on the scene, sir. Like you've been the man behind a lot of those Fox movies for a while, so one would have thought that you would have done a, a better job than this. But now, we can't even trust you. We can't even trust you to be the guy who's vetoing things, who's okay in things. When when you got your hands all over the situation, yeah, get your hands in the cookie jar. You can't even make a good movie. So who's to trust your judgment? <laughs> I don't trust you. Oh, uh, don't be walking over to Disney's little Marvel lot. Oh, yeah, like, done. Like, hey, you guys, uh, I got some ideas if you want to hear them. Nah, fam. You need to go work with the, I don't know, the, the one of the little monster universes that they built, whether <laughs> the Dark Universe or yeah, the Godzilla one. Go linear credence uh, over Godzilla there. Godzilla one about to be over after Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, I mean, they might mess around and do a, a Mothra movie. Oh. I'm All just right. saying, I ain't, I'm that's just a risk. That's just a rumor. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't hear nothing. But uh, yeah, Simon. For one, your name is Simon. That's a stupid name. Where's uh, Theodore and Alvin? Simon says nothing because I ain't listening to you. Wind. Um, oh my gosh! Like you, I just, can make punchlines off of sounds. That's not a, that's not something to be proud about because the line you said was terrible. That just means Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. That just means I'm fired, Johnny Storm. Oh my gosh! Which one would y'all rather? Which which T-shirt would y'all rather us make? Uh, yeah, we'll make some T-shirts. That was fired, Johnny Storm, or that's terrible, Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. <laughs> uh, comment below the winner or whatever wins. We getting merch. We all know, and whoever voted y'all, that's y'all's signature saying y'all paying fifty dollars for the shirt. That, <laughs> we all know that's. Fire, Johnny Storm is the best. Okay. We all know the best punchline ever said on this podcast, though, was uh, blah, 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 web series. No <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> that is by far the best bar that has ever been said. That is trash. And I know I didn't say it. You know Neo. who said it? Me. I know. That's why I know I didn't no. say it. You just glossed over the Is the name said, of Taylor Swift's first single called me? Excuse me? Was the name of her first single off this Lover album called me? Probably, but I've really been ignoring this album, so. Yeah, doo-doo <laughs> so but far. I'm pretty sure the, the album cut's going to be hard. 
uh, metal bar. machine. But um, <laughs> all right, so Simon Kinsberg, like a metal machine. <laughs> you are getting the weekly genius letter. Go sit in the corner and brush up on your screenwriting and your directing skills, because clearly it ain't working. And when you do your next movie. Try not to write the script over and rewrite the script over and over again while yeah. the movie's shooting. That's kind of stressful and hectic for the all parties involved. Yeah, the actor. That's probably why uh, Evan Peters wasn't in the movie no more. Right, because the yeah, editor. You accidentally forgot to keep writing them. And the editor is probably like, I don't know which scenes I'm supposed to be using, yeah. so I'm going to just use the ones without him. Because he was probably filming Pose and couldn't come back for the reshoots. <laughs> Everybody else did. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's crazy, Simon. That's crazy. All right, moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. We got two movies to resolve, I believe. And let's just say I was way off. <laughs> um, first up, we got Dark Phoenix. Yes. Now sitting on Rotten Tomatoes right now, it is at a sleek 23%. Mm. I went with, for some reason, a 65%. Yikes. You went with the more reasonable 45%. Yeah. So that means I took the L. Halfway to a rectangle. Oh my gosh! So that moved your lead up to twenty to fifteen. My golly! Yeah, let's get let's get on out of here. Jeez, I need to come back, but this doesn't help with the next one. Men in Black International sitting at a steep twenty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. My golly! <laughs> I gave it a sixty one percent. I was just in a sixties type of mood. <laughs> Afros and medallions. And you went with 50%. Both way off, but you were closer, giving you the victory there, moving your lead uh, up to 21 to 15. This week, we are doing three movies. Now, this could either help me or this could hinder me. Bad. First movie. Mm-hmm. Child's Play because we can't do Toy Story four because it's still sitting at a nice one hundred percent. Yeah, and there. we would we would both would have got that because I'd have said a hundred, at I'll, least ninety nine. If if I didn't hear nothing about it, I'd have been like eighty, <laughs> only because I just still can't believe this would be better than Toy Story three. But that's crazy. We all know that one review is gonna come and give it a bad review and it's gonna go down to ninety nine. Yeah, the one guy who gave Toy Story three that one bad review and uh-huh. dropped it down to a ninety nine. All right. That's crazy. This movie could have been the first movie with back-to-back 100s. Yep. And then the other ones were still in the high 90s. Yep. Toy Story, the best franchise of all time. All right, Child's Play is getting 32% from me. (gasps) 32%. Dang, you ain't feeling Aubrey Plaza, David Tyree Henry. I want it to be good. I like both of them. I just know it's not. (laughs) No, it's not. Uh, I'm going to go with a 55%, and this is why. Okay. I think it might be slightly entertaining, it and could I think be along the Halloween lines, but and I think, but they really haven't showed uh, Chucky yeah. in the trailers, and that kind of terrifies me. I don't know yeah. if that's like because they're trying to keep it as secretive as possible, or is just that bad. <laughs> um, but I think maybe Mark Hamill, his voice performance, yeah, might. That's true. He could be good. Tick yeah. it up to the fifty-five percent. So that's what I'm hoping. All right, so. Um, next up, we got Anna, and that's the movie I could never think of the name. Oh, yeah. Uh, where the women who are action heroes, they just get movies named after their names. Uh, movies are named, yeah, after their name, whatever. But um, Anna, what are you giving Anna? Anna got a, a 40 vibe. Dang, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> so you're going with 40. 40. 
I'm terrified because I was going to say 44, but I don't know necessarily if I want to go above you. Barack Obama. I want to go above you because I ain't really too, I ain't really too sure of this movie. I'm going to go 44, though. I ain't even going to. I ain't even gonna stun it. Maybe it'll be shockingly good. I highly doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> All right, so I'm going with 44 percent for Anna. You went with 40, and then last mm-hmm. but not least, Annabelle comes home. Now with this, Annabelle I need to comes check some home stuff out first. Yeah, because I think this will be the best review one of all of them, based off of what I'm hearing. Uh, you know, I keep my ears to the streets, like a, like I'm laying on the ground. And uh, he by far has the worst bars. <laughs> No, I, I kind of want to change mine for Anna, but I'm not, I'm not double back. <laughs> because I just looked at the poster, and the poster did not sell me. <laughs> I was like, that screams of 20-something percent. All right, so Annabelle Creation was the better one, and that got a – or apparently that's what people say it was a better one. And that's got a – 70, I think. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, snaps. So this could be very good. This may be worse, though. Yeah, this gotta be worse because I didn't know the sights were set that high. That movie was not that good. <laughs> Yo, you gotta be kidding me. That's Let's that's see. crazy. The first one was twenty nine percent. Oh my gosh, this was one's gonna the, be in the nineties. Was the second one even certified? Uh, I'm giving this one a sixty five. <laughs> Let's see. I'm I'm I don't know. You know I'm going down the middle. 50? Yep. Are they grading this one on a scale? <laughs> I'll be double out. Maybe I'm tripping. Because 70. Annabelle creation. It says 70. I'm looking right at it, too. I just do not recall that ever being the case. Yeah, that's wild. All right. Well, now maybe I'm going to go with 60, then. Yeah, I was I was li- originally thinking 65, but there's with... no way. If the first one was 29, let me see. What was this man directed? I'm going with 60%. Gary Doberman. That's crazy. <laughs> that was seventy. Man, that was a that was a slow burner. He's directed stove top. Oh, is this this dude's first movie? Oh, he about to come out the gate swinging. Baseball player. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so to uh, to run it back, Child's Play, I gave it a fifty five percent. You gave it a thirty two percent, and I get went with a very questionable forty four percent. You went with forty, and Annabelle comes home. I graded it on this curve, so really I'm giving it like a thirty percent. But I went with sixty percent, and you went with fifty percent. So we will see in a couple weeks what some of these got. All right, what's next? Next is the Blueies. We got last week. We got this week. The movies are Captain Marvel is the first one. All right, Captain Marvel. So just before I go into it, I, everybody knows out there that I got my rating scale, but I will be updating it across all platforms here soon. So be on the lookout for that. But for now, it's going to stay the same. So Captain Marvel is a must own. It's Marvel. Got to own all the MCU movies. And it's the Captain you know, even if it's not up there with one of my favorites, still a great, really good movie. And got to own all the MCU movies. The last new movie is Us, which I should have went and bought that. Us, I would put that as a go ahead, put that as a must own. Um, 
great movie. Jordan Peele added again. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I got to get out. So give me us. And then our throwback for this week will be The Scorpion King. That is a never want to watch again <laughs> unless we're watching it on the podcast. Yeah, be that's just humorous. unacceptable. <laughs> Especially off the graphics we were looking at on, on the little clips. Yeah. Yep, that's all the movies for this week. All right. All right. Well, um, if I'm not mistaken, I guess this has been the, another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit. Uh, remember that we are every other week for right now. Throw in a little bonus episode, most likely in between the other weeks. So make sure you go and listen to the past bonus episode, which was the um, often delayed br- uh, bracket episode. <laughs> that I forgot all about. Yeah, we still got the second round to go through. So everybody, don't forget, new uh, another installment of New Bracket Part 3 is coming to you in the future. I won't say shortly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but just look out for it and make sure you keep your brackets alive and well. But um, it is I, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Leo the Average. You can also call me Nate Story for, uh, you can call me Naladin. You can call me Nazilla, King of the Naysters. Um, you can call me Nate Play. Huh? Nails Play. You can call me uh, Nate Phoenix, Dark Natoix. You can call me Nate in Black, Nader National. Nate Knight. Nah. Who else I is? Uh, just just, just a, a throwback. Nate Achu. Or Detective Nate Achu. Or Detective Nate Achu. Whichever you want to call me, it don't matter because I'm still the oh, fit, fit messiah. Never. The one and only Roly Man. And no, I'm not in a wheelchair. <sighs> Now that we uh, powered through that, it's your boy, Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusher K, a.k.a. Kanye Taylor, Joy Van Zandt, a.k.a. Sweet Lady. Woo! Would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there like a bumblebee. Just call and receive me. Like I'm practicing my singing voice. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. Me, 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 me. me. Yeah. But the force is all the way to an hour and a half. Um, anybody want to add to the starting stinky five? Not yet. The if there was a, right now is Chloe Grace. If there was a man, if we want to add a director, Simon, I put Simon as Simon the coach. Wimey. Yeah, Simon Kinsberg might have to be the coach for right now because yeah. it's almost the middle of summer. Yeah. And ain't nobody on there. And I said if we go too long without it, everybody from last year returns. That means Taylor Kish. That means yeah. Taylor Lautner. I just added just on the spot. Yeah. That, <laughs> means, that means Alex Rowe. Roll, roll, roll that your boat. That means Nat Wolf. That means. I mean, Alex Rowe could still be on there. Because if I watched that Mermaid show, he would be on there. I have, I can't even remember all of them now. 
Dude, Who was the me. girls? Nina Dobrev and Jingy and Romney Malco. Oh, yeah. Her show with a black guy. Anyways, before we really do get this to... <laughs> 30, uh, hour 30. Um, yeah. If there's nothing else we got to touch on, then I guess it's time to... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. If there's nothing else we got to touch on, Mariana. Michael Jackson with little kids. R.I.P. to him. That's no disrespect. Oh, my God. <laughs> I got to cover all my bases. Oh, Home run. Baseball team. Oh, my um, Got to end this off with the, yeah. You really going to go out in that shirt? gets worse and worse each episode game of thrones final season there we go (laughs) ended it on the perfect note ray j